If you know, you it's know. Rich Beans. It's Rich It's Kalia. Hello, it's Kaya. It's your boy, Trey B. Cars, a.k.a. Trey. Trey. Another one. Another one. one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. A man's lifetime risk of breast cancer is about one in 1,000. Over 3.3 million breast cancer survivors are alive in the United States today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Another Another One. Somebody was early on that one. Mm. Click on the draw. I guess they, they were ready. Yeah, they're excited. <laughs> Geared up and ready for another episode. Yeah, so we're back again. And as we stated in our last episode, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so, keeping up with the same theme, we want to give you uh, information and experiences that we've had with those with breast cancer namely in our family and friends um but more so um little things facts or what have you that we have found out over the past week and also back in the past um in dealing with this situation um that may benefit you may help you may give you a different type of insight um hopefully it will because that's what we hope about all of our episodes so here we go after this commercial break. Do you need a website or a logo or simply want to take your company to the next level? Well, go to dynamicworks.com www.dynamicworks.com or call 919-980-8090 for all of your branding needs. Simple, clean, dynamic. Dynamic Works. Now back to the show. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Team Bees. To keep the show going, partner with us at teambees.com slash partner. We out. And we're back. All right. So, I think my first, um, not bout, because I wasn't in no bout with breast cancer, but my first experience, I guess that's what it's called. Um, My first exposure that I can honestly remember was back in uh, 2005. Um, and my grandmother was um, diagnosed with cancer. At the time, I didn't know what type of cancer it was. Um, I kind of found that out over the next couple of um, visits because I stayed in a different town than she did. And um, I had a lot of concern for her. Um, me and Khadijah were actually... Um, you know, praying and stuff like that for her and the situation that was going on. Um, and so that was the first even thing that I can remember as an adult that I had um, experience with dealing with 
this cancer thing. But my mother actually, when I was younger, was diagnosed with cancer, but that was a different type of cancer. So it wasn't breast cancer. Um, but in that instance, I'm actually <laughs> wanting to kind of just, because this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, speak towards breast cancer versus um, any other cancer. Um, so, you know, that's when I first kind of realized um, that it was serious. You know, I didn't, I didn't know at the time that she would pass. I guess I didn't really realize it could kill you. In 2005? Yeah. Because, because my, like I said, my mother had, or your grandmother had cancer, um, a different type, but she didn't die. She was alive. She's still alive, (laughs) you know? Um, but when it came to my grandmother, um, I found out that she had multiple types of cancer. One of them being breast cancer. So as far as I understand, it kind of spread throughout her body. And, you know, when I found out that she passed, I was very, very devastated. Very devastated. We all were. Yeah, it was definitely a devastating time because in my immediate family, everybody was still alive at the time. Like my mother, my grandmother, my dad, my granddad, my, you know, everybody was basically alive. So that was my first experience with a family member actually dying also. And it just so happens that it came at the hands of cancer. I think that was my first experience with someone dying. But I don't I don't think at the time I knew how to process that. So it didn't affect me like how it affected our cousin. Um but we're talking about 2005, it, right? Yes. I'm trying to figure out cuz y'all in 2005, y'all I was 8. Yeah. So I was aware I was aware like I knew things. I knew like she was gone and wasn't going to be here anymore, but I don't like it it didn't make me cry. Mm. Mm. Maybe because you didn't understand it. I mean, I knew cancer. I, mean, I knew cancer was bad. Here's a little rabbit hole for you. Should you really be sad when people die? I, I don't I, will, I mean you that's that's I think that's the emotional side of you that mm-hmm. feels um sadness mm-hmm. however I I don't think that you should because when you stay in that place of sadness versus maybe um feeling a little more of the happiness that you knew them, the memories, and technically you can experience them at any point. All you have to do is just think on them. Remember, yeah, reflect. Then I and play. I know it's not the same because you can't maybe, you know, you can't hug them and touch them or smell them or whatever, but you know. But, that, but then that goes to the next question. Just, just one, it's just one last quick rabbit hole. Rich B's is trying to jump me <laughs> yes, over here. Yes, I just, am. Just one last quick little thing because then that would take you to, if you'd be sad or not, it would depend on what's happening after. 
Because happen- I feel like that's also what's happening after they die. Like yeah. what, what's happening to them? What's happening? What's happening after they die? To you or to them? To them. Not right. nothing's happening to you. Except <laughs> well, for well, I mean, well, well, yeah. no, I mean, there I'm, are things that happen depending on the situation you. in which they they like. Okay, so if it's a, if it's a parent, right? Then yeah. That may mess up your livelihood somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or if it's a spouse, that can mess up your livelihood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, if it's a child, that's just really just emotional mm-hmm. because it's not like they are. Your livelihood is pending on them, you know what I'm saying, or depending on them. Mm-hmm. But but what well, I was that might say, depend upon where you are in life because what if you are what if you you do depend on your child for whatever reason? Maybe you're disabled and maybe you're disabled and um and your child takes care of you, you know, or, or oh helps yeah, you, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And something happens to your child, and now. Bam! But, yeah. Um. Without. But Can that, you let Rich Beast talk? No, because I was I was still going down my rabbit hole. Mm. Yeah. My but, thing. But my thing. My thing holes. was just if you you like let's say what happens after death is you just nothing. You just well, well nothing, and then like you would be sad for that depending on if you were that could be okay that could be that it could be nothing, but. We're making this a dark episode. Like, really? Like, I don't want to go down the death rabbit hole because for this, we're talking about breast, can- breast cancer awareness, right? So that that's <laughs> meaning basically, you know, what um, um, things can either make you more aware of breast cancer, right? So, but to talk about the other thing that Khadija said, which was um, um, about being sad or affected right by someone who has passed um i feel like there's a time for everything so if someone passed i mean there is a time to be sad there's a time to Mm -hmm. cry there's a time to you know mourn them but then that that just can't be forever you know because after a while yes you do have to be you know excited about the time that you had with them you know but then I, I think that sometimes people so quickly at funerals are trying to push you over that. You know what I'm saying? Let's just remember them in a happy place or whatever, right? Right now, I'm not happy about this. You know what I'm saying? I can only speak about my grandmother's funeral. I, I was not happy about the situation. I didn't want to remember her in her good times or whatever. I know she's gone right now and I'm pissed. Why? Because I feel like at the time, I didn't know what we know now about health and wellness and things that could have helped out the situation and or prevented it. Now, would she have chosen to do the things that we know now that can be done? Who knows? Or even the things that Calandra suggested on the last podcast. Would we know that, um, um, you know, if we knew it at that time, would she have chosen it? You know what I'm saying? So it's really, to me, the fact that, yes. There's times where you know things that can be done to help out a situation, and that is the part that frustrated me. Because, yes, praying, yes, you know, marching, walking, doing all these other things, you know, to try to make somebody uh, uh, aware of it is great. Because if it's, this is breast cancer awareness, then yeah, let's make people aware that this exist and that people can die from it and that you know more research needs to be done or more preventative measures need to be sought out right so if if those things need to be sought out and found out and we make a month 
call it breast cancer wearing wearing his mouth then yes uh, i'm in agreement that we need to be aware of that situation but i really feel like that in this situation it can be a scary thing not just for the person with it but the people around them the rest of the family and we know that in this podcast we normally deal with subjects from a different perspective of everybody of every member of a, of a family you know we're, because our, our podcast is based on family and so with that being said it affects everybody in the family does it does it affect you guys well obviously it doesn't affect you now because there that doesn't exist in our house but what doesn't exist in our house breast cancer i mean y'all might think that's dark so never mind (laughs) this is richard b's podcast you're just visiting (laughs) i was just gonna say that cancer exists in everybody every day it's just the fact of the other cells kill it off before it gets anywhere to where it would become a full-blown cancer that's good Right, that's why people need to not live in an acidic state. That's why we need to make sure that we're eating healthy and being mindful of how we treat our bodies. Um, So often I hear people say, well, you only live once. So, you know, you're just gonna, you gotta die from something. So I'm gonna, and even (laughs) though, (laughs) you know, these things may be, it's, it's, about a quality of life and while you are living you do want to live a quality life and who wants to deal with things that potentially they could have avoided had they just not chosen this or chosen that because it tastes good (laughs) well yeah that's true um yeah I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> well, That's a lot I could say, but yeah. Well, this is the form to say it. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not. God bless us. God bless us. <laughs> so, is there anything that y'all, you you guys have found out since we've been um, entwined in this subject um, that can help? Or prevent what what Trey just said, which is which is the the um, everybody already has cancer, but it's about the cells mutating, right, to become cancerous. Um, what things can we do to prevent them? Like what what what's a preventative type of measure well, that think, maybe can be taken? I don't think it would be preventative. I think it would just be to get healthier regular cells. But yeah. a big one is to change your um, diet, which would be specifically getting rid of dairy. Because they That's say that huge. dairy is a real de- mucus is where a lot of diseases and stuff comes from. Get from dairy. Yeah. If if is that correct? Yeah, you talking you talking about mucus um, um, coming from dairy? That's what you said, right? Yeah, mucus comes from dairy, and then the mucus you can get a lot of diseases from having mucus. Right, because the Something mucus like builds up in your body. And mucus contributes to inflammation, and when your body is inflamed, then um, it's it's on edge, and and it causes pain, and it causes your your cells to to be enraged. Basically, your your body is in an enraged state, and so much can so much can go awry. So basically, your body is just mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Does that mean yeah. your body is mad at your brain? Or does that mean your body would be mad at... I don't know. That's more. That's well, another rabbit hole. Well, from one thing that I saw, I saw that mucus is actually a preventative measure that your body does so it doesn't mess up your cells. If there is but, an abundance of mucus yeah. in your body, and if mucus begins to harden in your body, that is not good. Right. Because right. there are times when your body does produce mucus and... It helps to get rid of germs, but your body shouldn't just be constantly in a mucus-producing state. state. Uh I think it's like... like, It's not healthy. I think it's either two, two, every two weeks or two months, something like that. Your body has to reproduce mucus for the stomach so that the stomach acid won't burn up the stomach lining. Mm, Interesting. Mm. Interesting. And I, I would like to put a disclaimer out here: like none of us are doctors. No, I mean, not I'm at not. All. I'm not but saying that. These are I just will some facts. Say that I am a wellness dome. advocate, and as a wellness advocate, I um, do research and I do provide information that helps people on their journey of um, discovery and living their best life, their best. Um, um, yeah, living their best life. I'm helping them girl. live their best life. Uh, <laughs> to be their best self. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do want to say this. C-L. I have found um, there. there's a fact that I learned, and it was um, an interesting fact. And I'll, t- I'll tell you the fact, and then I'll tell you the story. Uh, it's that women with dense breasts, and dense breasts are basically more glandular or fibrous tissue, um, and less fatty tissue in their breast. They have, um, or it's said that they have a risk of breast cancer that is about 1.5 to two times that of women with average breast density. So does that mean that their breasts are heavier than other people's breasts? Is that what that is? No, the they're not size. heavier. They're Bigger? Denser. So it's denser, does that mean it's heavier? Well, I don't. Well, I guess that I can't speak for nobody else's breasts. I can only speak for my own. No, I'm just saying in general. And my breasts ain't when something's more dense, then that makes it way more. Right. So it's more concentrated. It's more concentrated mass. So you're not talking about necessarily being big or not. No, that's not. Yeah, it's like if, the, if if they're the same size, one's more dense, and that means one's going to weigh more than the one that's the same size. It's not as dense. You get what I'm saying? Barely. Yeah. I, I yeah. I follow. Mm. Interesting, but it's I mean, like, I, get, I, mean you got, I think hold on, hold on, hold on. that you I think Kai has something to say. Would I be wrong in that? No, she was in a statement. Oh, Khadija RBC. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't. I'm not looking at it from a perspective of how big a breast is. When when I'm reading that, and I don't think that they are either. I think it's more so the makeup of the breast, not yeah. how heavy it is. I think you. I think you're missing my point. Oh. Well, can I just get my make my statement? So, this statement that I just shared about dense breasts, it's an interesting statement because a couple years ago, um, I was doing a a self-exam because that's something that's very important. Which can be found on the website. We provided a link. I was doing a self um, exam and I felt something in my breast that was not normal and it caused me a bit of um, concern. And so 
Um, I told Rich Bees and I began to take the steps so that I could find out what was going on. So I went to the doctor and my primary care physician, she felt around and when she, you know, felt she, I didn't look at, cause I was paying attention to her face. Cause you know, sometimes people don't say things, but you can look at their mannerisms and see, you know, how they might think about something. And I didn't see anything that caused me to think, oh my gosh, you know, this might be something major. Um, you know, she was like, well, I don't, I don't think this is a, a big deal is what she said. She said, normally when I have found a patient who needs to be concerned, they don't experience, um, or she said that the, whatever the lump is or whatever, it doesn't move. She said, but we want to be on the safe side. And she sent me to get a mammogram. And I will tell you the time frame from when you think you have a concern to when you find out whether or not you have a concern or not, that is a long, I don't care if it's just five minutes or whether it's five hours, it seems like it is forever as you are waiting to get a response or find out what the outcome is. And every single thought that you can have, <laughs> whether it's good or bad, is going to go through your head. But like Calandra mentioned in last week's episode, you can't let that fear keep you from getting the answers that you need because, you know, what if she didn't go? What if she let this, this, you know, just go on and she was like, oh, it'll be all right. Or, oh, I'm not going to worry about that. Or even with me, you know, what if I didn't take the steps that I needed to take to find out that, okay, well, what the concern is, is that I have fibrocystic um, breast tissue. And so my breast tissue is very fibrous. And so with that, if I do things like if I drink too much coffee or if my hormones are are not level or, you know, something is higher than the other or what have you, then it can cause there to be um, glandular lumps. And that's what I was feeling. So thankfully, it wasn't an issue that was a major concern. And it's something that I can regulate by being mindful of what I put in my body. But these are things that we have to do and we have to be aware of. We have to pay attention to ourselves. Don't be afraid to touch your breasts. Rub your breasts and see what they feel like. Because that's the only way that you're going to know if it feels different or something has changed. And I have found that... um, Essential oils are really, really helpful in balancing out hormones and, you know, just rubbing essential oils and coconut oil on your breasts after your shower. You know, not only does it help them to be soft and supple, but you also. What? <laughs> what? I just want to know. This but just to- went so left field. And like, right. where I'm, where are we going? But but, but well, I will tell you this. because. I was gonna, I was gonna jump in actually, but uh, you know, I was letting you tell your story, right? I was letting you say say all that stuff. So, so, and we got as to not break up the story. I wanted to make sure that you got it out, okay? But I want to say this: this is to the guys because you went, you went right to where I wanted to go, though. Um, to the guys out there, all right. So, if you're married, right, and you know 
you can also check your spouse's breast. What? You know, I was gonna say this. You gonna say that? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say like the the dude could could help her out. Yeah, you know? because if if the woman don't want to do it or whatever, then guys, you can do it because you know I, I don't know where the Khadija Arbizi knows, but I check her breasts. Okay. Um, no, think, no, 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 so we no. Can, we can I mean, continue. yo, it's a valid thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a valid thing. So, so I check her breasts. You know, when we're laying in the bed. Uh, see, like, like she, this no, is just going not, like totally no, right. We this is not even going where you we think it's going. It's because it's not. It, it's, it's when <laughs> if you're like, uncomfortable with this, we just had a yeah. whole podcast about sex. <laughs> so, so you laying in the bed and you just laying there, right? Sleep or whatever. Sleep. Yeah, that sleep. makes it weird. And then in sleep, you just bounce over. Let's go. Breast check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know breast, I mean? breast check. I just made it. <laughs> 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 so so if you um um you know like sometimes when you sleep in you know how a lot of people sleep in the spoon position couples do and so if you sleep in the spoon position and you got your arm draped over top of her then squeeze them because like, you're already gonna do them you, I mean, you're already gonna squeeze them <laughs> like you already gonna squeeze them like I, and i know guys you know all of my guys out there i know you do so when you do it see if you feel something you know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't just be squeezing them for the pleasure. Like, squeeze them also to to make sure she can stay alive. If you love her, right? You're married to her, so squeeze them, feel them, push them, see what happens. If something don't feel right, if something don't feel right, then let her know. Be like, hey, babe, I felt something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just because I feel like that you know a family that. Make sure everybody is successful. A, a family, family, excuse that me, rubs should each other's breasts together make sure. Well, <laughs> oh my god! No, I never said that I'm gonna go and squeeze on my daughter's breasts. Like, no, please, please, no, thanks. But, but you know, with your spouse, I mean, I feel like that's something that it, that that should be done. I have a question though. Um, so like, when people get like breast implants, how do they check? Because isn't it just like, like. Whatever. The so I think that they check around. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not. I don't know because I don't have any implants. But when, you know how when you're doing your breast check and you're rubbing, we can't. Well, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, and you're you're touching the you're touching the area that is around, like at the top, underneath your your arm by your. By your armpit or whatever. Okay, I may I may need to to tell y'all what's going on because um she's trying she's, she's trying to give, she's a trying to give a class to the crowd. right like a full visual but they can't they can't hear you right they can't see, I mean, you. see you yeah yeah barely can hear you <laughs> <laughs> all right so go ahead go ahead no I'm good if if you want to give the example I can does talk it, talk, talk, talk them through it, it does it like depend upon where they put the implant. Because, like, I know, like, some people put it under the muscle. Or, like, yeah, some people... Muscle. Yeah, like, under the muscle that's y- your your pec muscle. How would, yeah. how would you put it under your pec muscle? Watch your that's video what they and do. find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you... Why would you put it under muscle? So oh that gosh. it looks natural. I have well, I think no idea. going to bust the muscle. I don't think that anybody in here knows how to do a breast exam if you have implants. A breast exam? Oh. If you have implants. Yeah, no. So, I, I, I feel like either y'all be... tell us or we can just Google it. Yeah. Use Go on our smartphones. Come and give us a link or something. Well, no. Don't give us a link. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you asked about the steps that people could take and just you can self breast checks are huge. A lot of people um, find inconsistencies by doing a self exam. Also be mindful of your hormone levels. Like, you know, we we as women sometimes we chalk stuff up to always oh, just my time of the month or always oh, just this or always oh, just that. Yeah, stop doing that. Just stop making excuses for stuff and get to the root of it. Also stop eating all that meat. They put hormones in that. That too, but also for females, it's white sugar is really not good for our bodies. And being able to reduce and eliminate refined sugar is going to be a huge thing in your hormone levels being more balanced. And I don't think there's nothing white in your eating that you can eat that's actually good for you. Yeah, that's, that's garlic. Well, that's kind of yellow. Yeah. Um, but reduce stress, you know, learn how to meditate. And if you don't know how to meditate, hit me up on KhadijahRBZ.com. That's something else that I do as a wellness advocate. I'm here to help you help yourself. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and tell reduce, us how you're liking her new site. <laughs> reduce the stress in your life. A lot of times, as women, we hold on to so much. We bury emotions in our our bodies, and um, they come up. You know, you can't you can't just push something down and think it's never ever ever gonna come back up. And how it comes back up can vary person to person. So just handle your your stress, handle your emotions, deal with the stuff that you're you're going through. Don't just try to ignore it and think it'll go away. Um, thermography that's an option um, for having your be- your breast checked. Uh, a lot of times we are told to get a mammogram, which I mean, you know, okay, it is what it is. But there are other options out there. Um, two mammograms just do your research ask questions and eat lots of greens limit as trade suggested earlier limit your dairy and your your meat intake because that's no good and dairy does include cheese it does so make sure you're aware of that and yogurt and yogurt y'all be thinking yogurt is supposed to solve all your problems but it don't it causes them hello whatever you think that you're supposed to eat yogurt for you're not <laughs> just, get you, just get you a good probiotic and uh, non dairy. Yes, a nice non dairy probiotic, and uh, that'll help work that right on out. And listen to your body; like your body talks to you. Your body is speaking to you all yep. the time. All it's the just time. whether you're in tune and whether you're listening. And sometimes it takes um, your body yelling and screaming, mm-hmm. and that's the point that we don't want to get to. We don't want our body to scream at us to get our attention. We want to be able to be so in tune with our bodies that when our body is whispering and telling us to take a nap, that we actually listen or, you know, drink some water that we listen and we don't drink a soda instead of some water. Just or some alcoholic water. beverage. So make sure that you are putting into practice good eating habits. That's really what it is. Um, and that can and does help with a lot of issues. But because we want to make sure that you guys are aware, yes, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So make sure that you 
find someone that has or has dealt with breast cancer in some shape, form, or fashion and give them a hug. Tell them you love them. If they survived it, tell them that you're happy that they're still here. Because my grandmother isn't, and I would love to give her a hug. I would love to be excited that she was still here. So, if you could do that, I think that would make their day. So. Also, um, an anonymous person sent in a question for Calandra, and Calandra answered the question. Um, The question was, did you experience any pain or discomfort prior to your, in your breast prior to your diagnosis? And Calandra shared with us her response. Hey, good question. No, I felt absolutely no pain, which is the weirdest thing. Um, it just felt like um, when I when I touched it, I I noticed that there was a raised lump on my breast, and um, that was what led me to make an appointment to get it checked out. But no, I I was doing CrossFit. I was um, living a normal life, no pain at all. So thanks for the question. So we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope that it's been a benefit and that it can help you out and give you some great pointers or some things to think about, some things to go research and some, you know, just um, awareness, right? That's what we're doing. Just trying to keep you aware. And don't just be aware of it this month. Be aware of it all months, but don't live in a place of fear because every day is a great day to save lives, people. <laughs> all right, Meredith. That it is. <laughs> that was not Meredith. Kaya, who is that? Daggone joke. Kaya, who is that? I already said who it was. Oh, I didn't hear you say it again. Yeah, they heard me. <laughs> I'm taking time on the scrutiny I get in the studio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh... I guess the only thing left to say is we out. We out. out. I'm late. Bye. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Team Bees. To keep the show going, partner with us at teambees.com slash partner. We out.